Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 6.07 on a gorgeous, flat-out gorgeous Tuesday evening here in the ATL. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m., I'm going to be up front with you. Today is more of an entertaining than informing show. I just want to have fun today. We're going to walk, uh, take a walk down yesteryear. Uh, we're going to play, does Alex Williams know this food? I got some fun stories. I, got, I, we, I just want to have fun today. It's so nice out. This is one of those days. <laughs> speaking about being nice out, <laughs> when you guys were in school, this would happen like once in a blue moon. And I don't know if this was just because Connecticut's crappy weather. But if it was toward the end of the school year and it was nice out, teachers would be like, we're going. The, we're we're taking the class outside. Well, that was the best. Did that happen with you? Oh in yeah. Well, yeah. We're stuck in the winter inside for the winter for yeah. nine months out of the year. And then in a nice May afternoon, oh. they'd leave the one room schoolhouse in Whitefish, Montana, yep, and, and go out in the <laughs> go out in the meadow. Go out in the meadow. That was the greatest thing ever. That I don't even fun. know if teachers can do that anymore. Probably not, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure they take them outside. Ask your ask your fiance. Yeah, I will. <laughs> They yeah, take them outside know. to the playground. There's well, you playground. know, but like, do the class outside. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I have no idea. If they I, so. I bet they, I bet you can't do it in 2020. I bet you have to have permission slips and all this stuff and jumping through Too many hoops. hoops. Yeah, but did you? Did they do it in Texas long ago? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. Deb in Wisconsin, did you? In elementary school, not so much high school, because yeah. you know, like older kids weren't going to care. But yeah, elementary school for sure. I can count on one hand the number of times it happened in my scholastic career, but I remember every single one of them. I mean, it was such a so outside the norm, like. Yeah, you get a, like a like a wackadoo liberal teacher, and they're like, "We're going outside," and it's like, "Yes." When our crazy yes. science teacher would take us outside, we knew it was going to be fun. Yeah, because he was going to come up with something really weird to do yeah. outside. Always Maybe. a science teacher. Yeah, it was yeah. always some goofy yeah. science teacher. So that's the kind of day today is. So we're taking the show outside. That's what we're it. doing today. We're there just we having fun. We're going to take the show outside, and we're going to kick things off with uh, "Would You Rather" with Little Sanjay. It's time. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He always brings the funny. He is little Sanjay and would you rather. Uh, happy Tuesday, my friend. How's it going, brother? Oh, it's going great. You know, I was telling Josie just a minute ago, your text messages saying, get your questions ready, reminds me what day it is. <laughs> that's the only way Sanjay knows straight anymore. Yeah, every yeah. time I text you, it's Tuesday and Thursday because that's when Sanjay that's does. Right. Would you rather? Oh, you grew up in uh, India and then Alabama. Did they have the the rare outdoor teaching in Alabama on occasion when the weather was nice? Oh yeah, oh definitely. But I went to a little private school. Shocking, very silver. Shocking, <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. But now you've got a son now who's in school. Is that even allowed anymore to to do the class outside? Uh. Yeah, they do class outside occasionally. You know what? They they usually do it in the form of like a little field trip to the Dunwoody Nature Center or something like that. Yeah, no, this was off the cuff. This would be like 
Miss uh, Miss Gench, Miss Gench, be like, it's so nice. Let's go outside. Yeah. Yeah, there. Right. I can I can affirm that there are permission slips when they do go to Domini Nature Center. Yeah, so. obviously for that. Did you ever? Did you ever? I mean, I'm I'm eating at Sanjay's time here. Did you ever forget the permission slip and you couldn't go on the uh, field trip? No, I lived like a walking distance from from home, so I would like run home. With I used to feel happened. so bad. Jim Tripodi, poor kid. He never got his. He was just this uh, little. He was just a little slow than slower than everybody. Yeah, he, he's. I'm friends with him to this day. He's a great guy. He lives in the woods in New Hampshire. He, he, he's uh, <laughs> in the woods. Well, I mean, like not in the woods. He's got a house in the woods. I think he's like uh, a, a woodworker. Like he okay. he makes whatever. Anyway, poor poor Jim Chipotle, uh <laughs> would always forget his permission slip, and he could never go on the field trips. They could like just. Make a quick call to his parents. I don't. I don't know. Probably could have just forged it too. Yeah, but this is like. I mean, I like second and third grade. We're not even thinking no. about forging it. I mean, in high school, yeah, it, yeah. it would be forged. But second grade, we're going Imagine to second grade forgery. We're going to the that, state capital, and poor Jim Tripodi would be stuck by himself. Like, ah, uh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's so bad. And that's why he lives in the woods now. That's why he lives <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> All right, let's get to Sanjay. He is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Feel free to play along in your car or at home. What is the first question, Sanjay? All right. Number one, would you rather wake up each day with one of your main five senses gone or pick one of the five to be permanently gone? So every day it's like Russian roulette. You don't know what sense you're going to. That's right. Wow. I am going to pick the same one every day because, like, let's say it's I wake up tomorrow morning and my vision's gone. How do I get to work? I mean, I'm going to say lose my sense of smell forever. Which is probably a, a dangerous thing, but I'm going to lose my no. sense of smell. Yeah, yeah just get rid of my uh, sense of taste. You don't. Use I'm not it hungry anyway, anyway <laughs> so if I could just get rid of sense of taste. The, the taste buds on Deborah Green's tongue are are superiorly underused. Uh, low T Chuck. So this happens when I wake up. I'm not not going to be driving, and all of a sudden my vision goes. <laughs> out. No, it's, you'll know when you wake up. Okay. Okay. Oh man, if I wasn't in radio, I would love to Russian roulette that. Yeah, it would be fun. it would be interesting. Think, yeah, it'd keep you on your toes. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, yeah I'll lose my smell. I don't like, think I need Chuck, we're gonna much. go hunting on Thursday. You wanna come? Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know Thursday. I'll let you morning. know Thursday. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. Like, uh, yeah, I could be blind Thursday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We gotta play. Well, it won't make any difference. You have so much shooting. What a great excuse! You'd be like, hot neighbor, like, oh, we're having we're having dinner over the Wilsons' house. And you'd be like, I'm blind today. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm or you blind. can't hear. I, yeah. I what? 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 I, what a great excuse to get out of things. Yeah. The Russian mm. roulette aspect. I'll, I'll take. I, I smell. Smell. Get rid of smell. Yeah. I mean, smell impacts taste, obviously, but I think that's the sense that we'd we'd all give up. Yeah. yeah I think I have to give up smell. I mean, you can't give up hearing in this business. Yeah. You know? Exactly. You can get away with sight, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, but smell would probably be the one. That would be the the Russian roulette is tempting though. If it was just for a month, I yeah. would totally do it. Because I could, you could literally call in sick. Sure. Like, Aram, I and you have an excuse. I mean, yeah. you got a whatever this exactly. disease is that you yes. wake up every morning with. <laughs> Sanjayitis. Yeah. I've, I've got I've got Sanjayitis. A lot of girls. All right. Interesting that. deep question there. <laughs> just kidding. Nice. <laughs> Uh, what's the next question, Sanjay? <laughs> All right, number two, would you rather only be able to take big bites, like way big bites of your food, or excessively small bites of your food? <laughs> way, well, like a way big bite for me is different from I mean, a way like, big bite for you. I mean, like fill your mouth up kind yeah, of Yeah, no. Bites. Hard to like, chew. Uh, yeah. I, I should take smaller bites, so I'm going to go with that. I think you, studies have shown if you eat slower and take smaller bites, you will eat less, and I need to do, I ate two hot dogs today. 
in about seven seconds. <laughs> so I right. I get that from my dad. My dad eats so fast. Like he's having seconds while my mom is like working on her salad before. <laughs> right. Like just inhales. Because I think they grew up, you know, in a, in a poor family. And it was like just, it's you different. know. You got to eat. You got to eat. You know, he was in competition with his brother. His older brother was going to eat the, all the food. So my dad just, to this day, just inhales food. So I'll take smaller bites. Um, yeah, smaller bites is fine. I'm not hungry again. Yeah. Deb, Deb is not <laughs> digging the food questions. I'm doing. I know. I got one more, too. It's awful. <laughs> too, too big of bites gives me heartburn. So oh, I, really? I actually know that about yeah. myself. So I, I'll go with the smaller. All right. Yeah. Longoria? Yeah, I'm going to go smaller bites. Yeah. I mean, it would be annoying, like, if you're yeah. eating... It'd take forever, but... Like a big bowl of chili, and you got to, like, eat a bean at a time or whatever. That would be annoying, but I think it's healthier, safer. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, all right so my trail name is is Snack Break, so this one's near and dear to my heart. Hold up, hold would up, you hold rather... up. Hold, 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 don't blow past that. Hold up. What the hell do you mean your trail name? What's a trail name? My trail name. name. My, every, every hiker has a trail name, and mine's Snack Break, because that's the only reason I hike. It's for the snacks. Every hiker has a trail snack. name? Yeah, man. It's like a, you know. Who told you this? To it's not official, but it's, you know, it's who, not tattooed on me. Who told you this? I didn't have to. Josie told me this. She's hazing you. She's <laughs> yeah, pulling your leg. There's no such thing as trail names. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get back to the question. Would you rather. Wait, what is your trail name? Focus on me. What's your trail name? Snack break. Snack, snack, snack break. break. <laughs> Yeah. Little snack break. That fits. He's called little, little snack break. All right. Yeah. Uh, Deb, okay. Deborah's going to check Debbie. out and see if there's actual trail names. I don't think that's a thing. But All right, go there ahead. Is, What's your question? Okay. Would you rather, out of all the snacks you eat, that all of the snacks you eat are from the fridge or all of the snacks you eat are from the cupboard for the rest of your life? While, I'm, while I'm hiking? Or, no. <laughs> like any from now on, snacks. They're either unrefrigerated or refrigerated snacks. I think all the best snacks, I mean, we're not talking about meals. These are snacks in between. Snacks. Yep. I think all the best ones are in the cupboard, right? What What are snacks in the fridge? Yogurts. Pepperoni. What? Pepperoni's not a snack. <laughs> of course it is. Lunchables. No. Listen, ask Little Snack Muncher. What's your name? Ex expensive. Little ex snacky? Snack Break. Little <laughs> I mean, chips and crackers and cookies yeah. and cheese. Cheese. Yeah. I cheese is. I don't snack on cheese. No. Nuts. Really? Uh, candy bars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know all the good snacks are in the cupboard. I've never like a, a pudding cup. I guess that's yeah. An apple maybe in the refrigerator. And you have to yeah. refrigerate the apple. No. I don't know. Deborah Green, another food. Yeah, the things I snack on are fruit, and the most of that I keep in the refrigerator. Okay. So I'll do refrigerated trail snacks. Yeah, like potato chips yeah. and cookies. I don't I know. You could put those in the refrigerator. You can, but that, I think the chips would get soggy. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going with cupboard. Cupboard Our snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah cupboard. Yeah. I mean, sell me, Sanjay. Give me some more fridge snacks. I'm I, I jello. Could be, <laughs> they make I it mean, for you now. Our fancy <laughs> peanut up. butter, our fancy peanut butter goes in the fridge. You keep peanut butter in the fridge? Fancy, fancy peanut, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Jif. It's like natural peanut butter. Uh, it's that oily I stuff eat, you got to mix up all the time. I peanut butter and apples a lot. Okay. Peanut butter and apples are one of my number one snacks. And that's so why you're a little snacky. Stuff. That's right. <laughs> that's, that is also Sanjay's rap name, Little Snacky. <laughs> All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, do we have time for one or two? You get two, but go quick. Okay, number one, would you rather eat something tasty with a bad aftertaste or something bad with a great aftertaste? 
tasty with a bad aftertaste. Because then as soon as I finish it, I'd brush my teeth and get rid of it. I'll go with the good aftertaste. You want a good Again, aftertaste? I'm not hungry. So you eat um, manure, but as long as it had a good aftertaste. Yeah, you don't why not? manure. <laughs> oh, my God. It would be fancy peanut butter and apples. Give me something good with a bad aftertaste. <laughs> bad aftertaste? Yeah. Bad with a good aftertaste. Really? Yeah. Really? That way I could eat that gefilte fish crap that you have. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> uh. Then it'll taste like Fruit Loops or whatever. <laughs> Last question, Sanjay. <laughs> All right, would you rather work with idiots or be the idiot? Boy, <laughs> well, that's a wow. setup yeah, question come on. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be the idiot. Much easier. And then when you, if you're the idiot, no one expects anything from you, right? And you might not even know. Yeah, ignorance so is bliss. Like, yeah, um, so I'd rather be the idiot than work with idiots. I mean, I in other places I have worked with that crew. Yeah, she just didn't want to say it's not yes. easy. Yeah, other places. But I also, yeah, I'd also don't want to be the dumb person that gets made fun of all the time. I'm okay with that. No, there's less work just, being the dumb person. Yeah, that's true. No, I'll I'll just keep working with the bad people. Yeah, I'll keep, keep working with, with the bad. With the dumb I people. prefer you guys use the word She's idiot. She that in present tense. She says, I'll keep working with the dumb people, she said. Present tense. I would rather be the idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll be the idiot. Yeah, working yeah. with a, a bunch of dumb people. Nobody would yeah. be exhausting. frustrating and exhausting. Sanjay, my man. Well done. Great, great stuff. Little Snacky is the official accountant of the Mark Harum Show. You can get your taxes done by this guy, believe it or not, uh, on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or online, brass.tax. Great job, as always, uh, Little Snacky. My man. All right, there he is. There's no such thing as snack name or trail name. Trail, yes, for true hikers, you have to have a trail name. I want to hear more about that when we come back. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Harum Show. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Taking the show outside today. Gorgeous weather. This is the Mark Aram Show, by the way. Liz is in Woodstock. Liz, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What can I do for you? Well, you were talking about trail names, and it made me think of a happy story. There are trail names, and um, my son and his daughter-in-law hiked the Appalachian Trail four years ago, and they met on day number 10. And it took them five months to hike it. And now I have grandbabies and a beautiful structural engineer daughter-in-law. That is true love because if you meet a girl after 10 days hiking on the Appalachian Trail, and the, I can only imagine what the odors are like uh, between the oh, two yeah. hikers there, that is true, true love. So I was really hoping and Sanjay was getting his leg pulled, but trail names are a thing, you're saying. Yes. Hers was flashlight because her father packed her down with about 25 flashlights okay. because he did not want her going. And his was Jolly because he was eating Jolly Ranchers all the time. All right. So Sanjay not getting his lead pulled. Trail names are a thing. What a happy story. I grew up at the end, like right off of the Appalachian Trail, like 20 minutes away. Never once stepped foot on it, which is why my Surprise. trail. Surprise. You had a name. Yeah. My trail name is Couchy. <laughs> that was stay on the couch. We'll come back. Uh, more of your calls. Does Alex William know this food? This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Louie Anderson, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Six thirty nine twenty one in front of seven o'clock. Mark Aram and pals with you till eight in the p.m. Keeping you uh, not so much informed today, but mostly entertained. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. The weather's so nice that if I was a Third grade teacher in 1983, we'd be doing the show outside. Again, we haven't gotten confirmation if that's still allowed 
if if teachers can take the class outside. I I doubt it is. I'm sure in some places. Yeah. A little less restrictive. Maybe. Maybe not here. Maybe. Maybe any teachers out there that are uh, doing that homeschooling can let us know. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Pierce joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Pierce? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I was going to tell you about the trail names. My uh, my oldest daughter, I took her on her first backpacking trip on the Appalachian Trail from Woody Gap over to, to uh, Gooch Gap along Ramrock Mountain. And uh, we had a bad fog, but we stayed in the shelter at Gooch, and there's these journals inside those shelters that people who hike in, on the trail or hike through put their trail name in and write about their experience for that day or whatever. And we spent the night reading through those journals. To this day, she still talks about it. Wow. But I think her trail name would have to be Never Again. <laughs> she was done with it. So wait, <laughs> wait. Well, you hiked from where to where? Those sounded like made-up names. Where did you hike to and from? We come out of Woody Gap on Highway 60, north of Dahlonega. Woody Gap. Woody Gap. We got parked in there. And then we went south on the trail from around the base of... Uh, Along about halfway up uh, along Bake, uh, Black Mountain, and then it goes over to Big Ramrock, and then you got a, a big hip between Big Ramrock, Little Ramrock, and you go down into Gooch Gap. <laughs> That's Longoria's trail name, Big Ramrock. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. Uh, wow. So tra- I, I really thought Sanjay was getting his, uh, it's not. his leash yanked. There I, you thought, go. I thought he. The, that's, I've ne- I'm 46 years old. I've never heard of a trail. I'm with you on that. But, but we're, we don't go on trails. Yeah, I'm, so. not, I'm, not, I'm not a trail guy. Yeah. Uh, Chuck's trail name would be Elk Jerky. Sure. Right? Because I'm sure that would be your, your go-to snack. Oh, most definitely. Uh, what was what was Sanjay's trail name? Little, Little Snacky? Snacky, snack, <laughs> snack, pa- snack Cakes. I think it was Snack, snack Break. break. Yeah. Snack Break. We changed it to Little Snacky. <laughs> now, I can respect that because, I mean, I bet, I mean, I'm not going hiking with Sanjay ever, but I bet if he, you did, like every 500 yards, he's like, all right, snack break. <laughs> and he sits down and opens up that bag. Probably because of Kai. No, no. You don't think he, so? He was a snacker long before he, did, he had okay, a son. Right. Yeah. He's a snacking dude. Deb Green, what would your uh, trail name be? I have no idea because hiking is just walking. So yeah. I don't know. Probably a musical because you'd be probably jamming out to some music. Uh, so I'd be... find some song that talked about walking, right? <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll think about that. I'll come up with a uh, a trail name for for Deborah before the end of the show. Didn't really make it do what it was doing. I'll make well, you do what you're doing, well, Russ in well, Gainesville. Well, I want to, come here a minute. I want to talk. Focus, to you. Russ. Focus. You're on the air, buddy. Hello. Hello, Russ. You're on the air. Oh, hey. I'm sorry. I'm in a hotel room. And the maintenance man walked in to fix the TV right when I went on the air. The TV is broken in Russ's hotel room. It's the it's the it's the remote. Longoria, the call the manager at the Four Seasons and tell him that Russ needs <laughs> a two-star resort. <laughs> Russ needs a new remote. Come on, Four Seasons, you're slipping. You're slipping. What's going on, Russ? How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Uh, let's see. Shelly just left five minutes ago. Crowley left about an hour ago. They said they're both coming back, so we'll see. Shelly Winter was that you were partying <laughs> you know, with Shelly Winter? <laughs> no. Oh, all right. No, Shelly, uh, a girl. I know. When you were, where did you go to, um, like grade school and middle school, Russ? Were you down here by then? I was. No, I was. I was. We went to New Jersey. We were here first. Yeah. We went to New Jersey when I was from say twelve 
to 18 I spent in New Jersey in the country, and I really liked it. I'll tell you, it's one of the favorite places I ever lived, actually. Yeah, I mean, Jersey gets a bad rep, but it, it's called the Garden State for, for a reason. I mean, it, there are beautiful places in Jersey. So when you are in when you were down south and in Jersey, did you if the weather was nice, did the, the kids let you go out? I mean, the teachers let you go out, and you did class outside once in a while? Um, yeah, I think we did that. And we used to go on field trips and stuff. You know, we'd go to the Statue of Liberty, really cool stuff like yeah. that, you know. Like the whole class would go. Although Russ was probably yeah. mostly in uh, in school suspension, so I don't know if if they would let the in school <laughs> trouble all the time. I know, yeah. I know. In yeah. school suspension. I don't think you can go outside for that. Uh all right, Russ. Well listen, get your T V situation fixed up. Uh give Corrali and Shelly Winter our best. And uh okay. and we'll talk to you tomorrow, my friend. All right, thanks a lot. All right, there he is. Russ in Gainesville. He's living the life. I always want to live in a hotel. Basically, Russell is living in a hotel. Maybe, you want to be Maybe Russ. a better hotel. One where the remote works, at least. Where the, where the remote works. Uh, when we come back, does Alex Williams know this food and your calls? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. So uh, via the Piccadilly text line from a couple of teachers I know, you are allowed to take kids outside to do class, which is, I think, great. I really didn't think. And some teachers will plan it in advance. It'd be like, oh, we're going to go outside and we're going to teach them about plants today. And uh, uh, what is that when they take in the light? What's that process called? Photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Yeah, exactly. I remember a little bit of my school. So that's that's <laughs> awesome that on uh, nice days, I mean, gosh, right now, any any kid and teacher would love to be in class right now. I do feel bad for the kids that miss their, their the last bit of this year, especially yeah. if they're they're leaving. Like this is like oh, the yeah. senior and or year of high school especially or college. Especially the ones where this is their peak. Yes. The, the, we all know <laughs> this is as good as it was good yet. We all know the folks that peaked in high school. Alex Williams did not peak in high school. He hasn't peaked yet. He is a... Uh, a, a trusted, valued member of uh, the WSB traffic team. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing great. You you doing okay in the quarantine? Everything you and uh, your fiance Kimberly doing okay? Yeah. Um. She, I mean, she's there every day now. <laughs> yeah. God, that sounds so promising <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. A lot of uh, a lot of folks that are are quarantined at home together are having a tough time. I mean, we're doing fine. No, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, Gosh. you get to come to work yeah, every day. Quickly. But I'm, yeah, like, yeah. talking about, like, a career. Like, picture the ultimate career couple. You know, like, she's a lawyer, and he's a insurance salesman, and they're out, and they're making And now they're both home quarantined. Like, those couples that haven't spent a lot of time, they don't spend a lot of time together every day, are apparently struggling. And the, I, I suspect post-COVID, the divorce lawyer is going to be very, very busy, which is sad. Yeah, because you know when they were both working, it was it was a happy relationship, and now that now that they're they're together all the time, that it's it's anyway. I, not no reflection on your relationship. No, Alex, we're, we're good. By the way, Alex and his fiance single handedly keeping the takeout food business in uh, Metro Atlanta open, which surprises me because Alex Williams does not know that food. Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? That boy don't know what that is. Alex Williams knows a lot about a lot, but does not know much about food. So we have this segment called, Does Alex Williams Know This Food? And uh, I did this on Instagram Live the other day. It was very fun, and I had uh, uh, viewers give us suggestions. So here's one suggestion. So you had this last week. So hopefully you did some research. I didn't do any. Does research. Alex Williams know this food? The food Alex Williams is quiche. 
What is quiche, Alex Williams? I didn't do any research. <laughs> now, earlier the, earlier last week, you guessed it was a fruit. Yes. <laughs> and But then you said no, you were is thinking it like, of... Uh, it's like something you bake in the oven? Yeah, it is something you bake in the oven, yeah. Um, so last week, Alex said it was a, a fruit. Then he said, no, no, I was thinking about a kiwi. And then you said it was a sweet treat. <laughs> Not a sweet treat. Uh, basically, it is something you bake in the oven. It's basically like an egg casserole. Okay, yeah. Uh, looks like a... Tiny muffin looking thing, right? Well, you can make them. It's more like a pie shaped. Okay, yeah. traditionally. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Uh, and apparently, there was a uh, there was uh, back in the late seventies and early eighties, quiche became really popular, and there was the thing where like, real men don't eat quiche. Um, but I love quiche. I think quiche is fantastic. So what else is in besides? Yeah, that? I like that. You can put anything in you want: onions okay. or ham, green peppers. Same thing you would put in an omelet. Yeah, basically it's an it's a baked omelet with a crust. I feel like we should give him some recipes and ask him to try to make some of this. No, stuff. No, no, no. I can make stuff. Can I you understand. Follow a recipe. Alex yeah. gets takeout food more than I do. I don't know. And that's about saying that. a lot. No, that's saying a lot. A couple times a week. Yeah. And on the weekend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. So Alex Williams did not know this food. That boy does not know what that is. But that, that's okay. Alex, while well, I got you in here, let me pick your brain for a second. Right. Uh, the the COVID numbers are going down. The hospitalization, I think uh, Governor Camp was on with Erickson today, right, Chuck? And the, the number of hospitalizations are going down, slowly starting to open up. I know what traffic's like during the morning drive. What's it been like during afternoon and, and p.m. drive for you? It's definitely gotten busier. Yeah. There's definitely more people on the roads. Um, when it first started, you'd have, like, one crash every once in a while, and now we're having multiple. Multiple. The I mean, pro- it's still not the big rush hour, but sure. once there's a crash, it's it's pretty toast. But I but I think I think that's what we're going to see going forward. So we used to see this on holidays, like uh, a federal holiday where the banks are closed, and you'd lose, like, 10% of the workforce. Traffic would be lighter than normal. That's all it takes is is to lose 10% off of a normal rush hour no, for yeah. it to be lighter than normal. And I, I suspect, and I think we're going to see that here in this building after we get through this whole uh, coronavirus thing, is more people are going to work from home. I think it's going to be more acceptable now that people are going to work from home. And my, my thought is, and my hope is, that it will hit that 10% threshold, like we see on a federal holiday or a banking yeah. holiday, where if you take 10% off of the roadways, you don't have the bumper-to-bumper three-hour commutes anymore it's light. It's lighter than normal, and you can actually manage it. So I don't I wonder know if this weekend we'll see. You know, usually on the, in the afternoons during the holidays, there's that South Side rush where yeah. everybody's going to the beach. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit, but yeah. I wouldn't expect like that spring break or yeah, Memorial yeah. Day traffic. I don't. Th- I, I, maybe, but it certainly won't be as severe. Alex, we love you, buddy. All right, y'all have a good night. All the best to your uh, to your lovely fiance. Wedding plan still going all right? So far, so good. Yeah, me too. Knock on wood. Let's get this Rona out of here so we can, uh, Alex Amen. and I can get rings on it. Uh, we're going to come back. We're gonna. I want to talk about something. Well, I'm not even going to tease it. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. It's next. Well, I don't want to give too much away, Longoria. I'm not. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Tease the tease. <laughs> yeah. Tease the tease. Uh, 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you.
Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. It's 707 and 73 gorgeous degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, the whole family here tonight, Deborah Green, executor producer of the show, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, and your pal and mine, Low T Chuck. Deborah and uh, Longoria trying to get some uh, some audio. They're into working this. some so, technical. Well, I've been having email issues all day today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you? Do you have yep. the similar thing? So yep. I don't know what's going on. So Deborah found some audio for us that we're trying going to play on the show, but it didn't go through. Not transferring. Yeah. So this morning we we're having the same issues, and it, <laughs> this is not. So we had a crash at like. So I'm working. I I don't know if you know this, folks, or not. I'll, for those of you who do, I'm sorry. I'm repeating it, but. In the mornings, I do traffic on Channel 2 Action News this morning and also on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Then I take a nap and I come back and do the show with the bananas. So this morning at like 4.50 a.m., there was a crash I-20 westbound at Candler Road. And then Ashley Frasco, who's the producer, sent it out, blah, 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 blah. And I never got the email. The email like became unclogged at like 8 in the morning. Oh, And no. I got her email. That there was a crash I-20 westbound at Candler Road. So as I'm doing my report, I get the email like, oh, just in from Ashley, there's a new crash oh, I-20 no. westbound at Candler Road. And she's like, what are you talking about? I didn't say there's... The... I'm like, I just got the email. Two left lanes blocked. She's like, what? And then I looked, the, the timestamp the time on the stamp. email was like 4.50 in the morning. And I'm <laughs> at 8.50, I'm reporting this. But because we had the email sure. that was clogged up. Do you have do you have the audio now? Yes. Okay. Which one do you... I have two. Uh, one, two, three. Not oh. the coin flip. Oh, okay. Shoot for it. All right, so I told you we are going to go back to yesterday here, and I thought I don't know how I thought about this today, Um, but a big part, we talked last or earlier in the week or last week about the big part of our childhoods, uh, for me anyway, was 80% of my childhood was was spent on grass, right? You're always outside, blah, blah, blah. And and I I started going down memory lane thinking, well, what what are other things that were, were so important in childhood that are not as important as an adult? And I, I think every day for about 11 years, and I don't know why I did this, but this was just a part of, of childhood, for every, every day for about 11 straight years, at some point in my day, I played one, two, three, shoot. Okay. You know, odds evens? Have, yeah. Did you have that in Montana growing yeah, yeah, yeah. up? Deborah yeah, Deborah Green, do you know what I'm talking about, that game? I know what you're talking about, but I never played it. So it's like, well, the Seinfeld did an episode on That's it. That's so the great. audio we wanted. Here's here's Jerry and George playing uh, Shoot, was what the name of the game was. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll choose you for it. Choose, they call it Straight choose, choose it. three takes it, no disputes. That's it, you gotta win three. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll choose you. What do you want? Odds. I want evens. Good. You got odds. You got evens. Right. Ready. For the apartment. One, two, three, three. shoot mine! One, two, three, three. shoot mine! One, two, three, shoot mine! One, two, three, shoot! <laughs> and there it is. That's for the apartment. They should... Congratulations. So, when I was a kid, I literally would do that every day with my friends, but I can't remember what we were choosing for. Just to see who won, like best out of five. No, or... there was always a reason behind it. Okay. Baseball cards, maybe. But you, we flipped baseball cards, or or uh, I don't even know how we did that. To be honest, with the what game, the hell is flipping baseball cards? So it was like, 
You're like flipping them in a hat like you do. With no, the well, there's a number of ways to play flip. One was you put a card up on the wall that you you were both playing for, right? And then you'd have a stack of crappy cards, oh, and you'd shoot them at the and the first to knock down knock the card yeah, would okay. get it, which is really bad for the cards because sure. you know, yeah, which yeah. is why all Not my cards were kid. Value. But there was another one where it was you would you take a stack of cards and you'd shuffle them. It was kind of like war, yeah. right? And you and every card has a number on the back, and you'd flip it over like one, two, three, boom. And whoever's card number was higher would win the other guy's card. But for some reason, I, I just remember as a kid playing one, two, three, shoot all the time. And it was like a skill. It was like, oh, you don't want to play choose with Rondella Valley. Like that guy's undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was Best it, last in the in the uh, playground. There was a hierarchy on, who, sure. you know, Jim Tripodi I mentioned earlier. You could beat him every time. <laughs> he was he was kind of slow. Like it was like if you want to do if you want to hold out a fist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's where it got in middle school that the knuckleball came out. Yeah, where it says knuckleball beats them all, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a version of rock paper scissors. But this was just you want odds, you want evens, and so I, I just I want to play that. Is the, <laughs> okay, the, okay. the whole reason that? So Chuck, come in here for a second because right. I, I want to play. You know what I'm saying, right? You've played this game. So who wins? Who I mean, how do you so, know? Who... So Chuck and I will pick. We'll, we'll get Chuck in okay, here. Okay, so one of you has to pick odds and the other one yeah. picks even. Okay, gotcha. So, and then it's best out of three. Like, come over here, Chuck, so we can... We can uh... Radio gold here. Well, I just... I haven't played this in 30 years. Okay, okay. I've, I've I never played it at all. The skill is there. All right. Do you want odds or evens, Chuck? I'll let you play. Mm, I'll take odds. All right. Chuck is taking odds. I'm getting evens. And it's we're going to keep our hand behind our back. And we'll say, I'll say one, two, three, shoot, and then boom. Chuck has odds. I have Ian's. It's just one or two. We're not doing the knuckleball beats them all, Longoria, okay. which I know okay. is big in Corpus. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Did you so. play? You did not do this I didn't as a play kid. It. No, no. How did, how did you rock settle? paper scissors? That was that was. Yeah, that was your settling. Yeah, <laughs> they just punched each other. Chuck. You just punched each other. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I want that baseball card. No, bam. All right, all right. Here we go. Okay. I, but I can't. For the life of me, I can't remember why we did this every day. Okay. To settle disputes or whatever it was like. Oh. So highest number wins, basically, right? No, no. no okay. Longoria, highest number does okay. not win. I, I don't get this game. All right, at all. so. We'll, we'll do this. This is no, this counts. Okay, right, okay, Chuck, okay. Chuck's got it. Right? All right, all right. All right, I'm gonna say one, two, three, shoot. Chuck is odds. I'm evens. All right, one, twice, three, shoot. Odds. Chuck gets it. One, twice, three, shoot. Odds. Chuck gets got it. You, I just got, got swept right there. So Chuck threw out two fingers. I threw out one finger. The master, uh, you know, he he outwitted me. We both went at the same time, and he did. So for whatever reason, <laughs> as a kid, that was a daily part of life. Like you'd think up, like, all right, I've got to play Chadwick tomorrow and 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 choose. What am I going to lead with? You know, do I want odds? Do I want evens? But I cannot remember what we were doing it for. Must not have been that important. You need to text one of your friends. Yeah. Hey, they have worse memories than I do. <laughs> Trade lunch or something like that. I don't know. I literally don't know what we would do it for. And it wasn't like. I, I, just it was just the way to settle dispute. Did you do it? We used to do it sometimes to to see who got to pick team. Like if you're picking teams, who gets to go first? So okay. we would play. You know what? Stuff oh, like right. that. Like that we makes were, sense. We were, yeah, if we were playing football we, or something. For, this is going to sound really weird. So in in every country in the world, including these fine United States of America, Longoria and Corpus Christi. Yeah. Chris Crispy, Christy? <laughs> Christy, Crispy, Body Corpus of the Christi. Christ. All right. Uh, is that what it means? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. How about that? I learned Corpus, something. body, body, Christ, Christy. Yeah. So, crispy body. Then. Yeah. <laughs> Corpus no, crispy. No, no, not crispy. Crispy body. Uh, In Corpus Christi, let's say you're playing sandlot football. 
Okay. You, there's there's 12 of you kids. 12 little Longorians. <laughs> okay. How would you choose teams? They would just probably pick, right? Like, so you'd get two captains. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. In, in Montana, you get two yep, captains. Yeah, and then yep. Like usually the teams. two best players. Right. And right. then you'd go one, two, three, shoot. Who got the first pick? And you'd go. That's the way in the entire world, that's how you pick teams doing what it's pick up basketball, whatever, wiffle ball, football. That is how you pick teams, except in my town with one guy. There was this guy named Brandon, and he okay. he was always kind of full of himself. And he would he he was basically at nine, he was fifty. All right. He he was <laughs> okay. a grown up nine year old. <laughs> okay. And he didn't like picking teams that way. He's like, I'm just gonna pick the teams. And, and we and went along with this. You guys just fell in line. We we're like, oh, he's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and and looking back, it's so ridiculous. And and his his uh cousin was one of my best friends, Chris. And for some reason it would always start, well, Chris and I have to be on the same team because otherwise we'd fight. And we were like, oh, okay. That, that, <laughs> he that just makes accepted sense. We just took it. And by the way, Chris was an amazing athlete. So he'd always have, and normally when you do, when you pick teams, it would be like, let's say Longoria and I are picking teams right, right. now for a station softball team. Longoria, okay. I'll get the first pick. Okay. Um, I pick Judd Hickenbotham. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Who's um, your next pick? Alex. Alex Williams. Yeah. All right, my pick, I'll pick Low T. Chuck. Um. Scott Slate. Scott Slate. So you, you pick, it's a hierarchy, right? Yes. Like no you one wants to be pick picked last. Right. You pick the best players first. In Brandon's system, he didn't, there was no picking. He made the teams. And it would be like, all right, it's me, my cousin, Rich Scott, Matt Edwards, uh, Eric John, Paul Joe, and Mark Solano. And the other team is going to be Aram, Tripodi, <laughs> Jerry Beach. Like, and we just, like, he, he would stack his team. Sure. So loaded, and no one said anything, and we just went along with it because the guy was like a, a forty-five. 50, yeah, <laughs> but the rest of the world, no, yeah, no, we never did not did pick that. teams no. like that. So no. weird, yeah, so weird. It was a lot more. It was a lot e- more even. Yeah, let's just say I do. I I will say this as an adult, I take losing to you and choosing very much better than I did as a kid. <laughs> I would have been. Well, yeah, you're rusty, and it's been forty. years It has since been. You did yeah. It. But to be shut, if I was shut out, oh my god, my day would have been ruined. I would have been. Did you ever do the if you lost the best out of three? I did best out of five. No, I mean, no, you like, never did people that. did that. They would try, yeah. but it was like, come on, you lost. Yeah, I, I just got shut out. You did, but to be oh, fair, I'm thinking about it now. No, 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 I'm not. I, You're good. Okay, good. But I, I would always try to choose odds. As I, I'm not a good evens guy, as as we just witnessed. There. Yes. All right. D- I, d- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to talk about. Those two things, choosing teams and one, two, three, shoot. What did you call that? One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Or was it Longoria, rock, paper, scissors? Or punch someone. Or you just punch someone. <laughs> how, did, how did you settle disputes as a kid? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Deborah Green uh, really questioning her life decision right now to executive produce this program. She's like, ah, I could be in Europe spinning rave tunes. Instead, it's my dream. Instead, I'm here. Uh, I'm said I'm here with these guys. 404 872 1-800-WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the program. Quick reminder, whether you are looking for a job or have a company that needs help, we have you covered with Atlanta is hiring. 
Find a list of positions ready to be filled in the metro area. Just go to WSBRadio.com and submit the open positions your company has or scan the jobs already posted. We're adding more every day, so check back often because we are Stronger Together Atlanta. And uh, I do want to talk about that in, in just a second, about just what well, I think it's one in five people now has lost their job during uh, the coronavirus thing. That's that's a scary number. Um, John joins us on the Mark Aram Show. John, how are you, my friend? Hey, Mark. How's everything? Great show. Thank you, buddy. What's going on? One that we always did as far as uh, satellite baseball was uh, to pitch the bat in the air. But the two captains, the two choosers would pitch the bat in the air. The other one would catch it with their fist. And then the other one put his fist on it above that fist and worked their way up to the top of the bat. Yeah. And the, and the one that could palm the top and touch down on the feet, the next one was, was the, the winner. Uh, they get the first, first pick. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I, I, we had, there was a name for that. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Me thing. neither. Did you do the one, two, three shoot thing as a kid? No, we were rock, paper. Rock. Right? It must be a Southern thing. We were rock, paper, scissors. I think one, two, three, shoot was probably a Northeastern thing. Yeah, with rock, paper, scissors was too complicated for us Yankees. Like there's, <laughs> there's, too, there was too much to think about. There, it was like, wait, what is rock? Breaks scissors, and then scissors cuts paper, and paper, paper covers rock. Oh, right. Rock, rock wins all of them. Yeah, exactly. It flies right through. Paper. What was that? Oh, that was that. that Seinfeld also. Yeah, and him and Kramer and Mickey were playing. Yeah. yeah. Rock smashes right through paper. There's nothing. Yeah, no, uh, we knew of rock, paper, scissors, but I think it was just too complicated for us kids. So we did one, two, three, shoot. But I mean, literally, that was a daily occurrence. But I have no idea what we were doing it for. Maybe we weren't doing it for anything. Maybe, Maybe it was just not. bragging rights. Yeah, could be. Just to see who the best was at one, two. Th- I mean, what What else? We're, we're not, we weren't gambling with anything. I don't know, but I did that every day. Ran out of athletic achievements, so (laughs) remedial. The kids that didn't get picked for the uh, (laughs) kickball team, we went in the corner and just played (laughs) one, two, three, shoot, choose, whatever. We had another name for it too. Anyway, uh, I'm obviously a big fan of food. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Really? We've been been talking about buffets. Breaking news. I've been very worried about the future of buffets. Uh, So Deborah found a poll. Um, online poll, uh, an undisclosed number of people reveals how they answer the above questions. When the restrictions are lifted, how likely are you to eat at a buffet? 42% said not at all likely. 23% not very likely. So that's 65% of the uh, respondees were like, probably not. Not going to happen. 14% said somewhat likely. 13% said very likely. 8% say don't know. So right now, I say... There's no chance in hell. Like, I just, I, I can't. But in six months or now, I'll be the first guy probably at Golden Corral. Like, I, I think that all these things that we're doing now, mm-hmm. that like, oh, washing my hands nine times a day and wearing just a mask. It it, it, in six months, it's just like, you remember that time mm-hmm. where Chuck washed his hands after going to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. It was For crazy. I not do that anymore. Yeah, what was that? It was crazy times. Crazy times. <laughs> Uh, All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Arthur Blank, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 736-24 in front of 8, Mark Aram and the Bananas. At your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday. You can listen at home, by the way, on the WSB Radio app 
or uh, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, or WSBRadio.com. On a scale of 1 to 10, bananas, I'm going to start with Deborah Green. How uh, how bad has your life been during the pandemic? One being miserable, like barely alive. Ten being I'm um, I'm fine as as I can be. Okay. One to ten. Some I guess like seven between seven and eight because I'm lucky in the sense that not much has changed because I'm still coming to work every yeah. day. My husband is still going to work every day. And the gym's back open. The gym is finally open. <laughs> I'll be able to go to the church at the end of the month. Exactly. Oh yeah, uh, they're so, going to start doing that now. Yeah. So it hasn't really been too bad. Like we didn't run out of supplies sure. or anything like that. So I've been very lucky that it hasn't Agreed. hit us too bad. Agreed. Uh, let's go to the uh, the man whose glass is always half empty uh low t chuck one to ten how has your life been during the pandemic legitimately probably like an eight all right so really no yeah just daycare has been the only thing and even that's like eh, it's it's manageable yeah probably the worst part of the pandemic for you was when longoria broke the news that you're expecting another kid (laughs) yes that was probably the toughest part of the pandemic when the whole all of atlanta found out before your family out again yeah exactly so an eight all right that's better than i thought it'd be Uh, longoria what about you uh, yeah, about a seven. I mean, I didn't really. I mean, we didn't struggle or anything. We weren't yeah, out of anything. Of now, if you ask my yeah, if you <laughs> ask my wife, she might have a higher, you know, lower number because she's, she's home to, all the time. Right, she's home all the time with the kids. Yeah, and yeah she's we get working. out. That's a big difference. Yeah. So yeah, with, for me, it's not as bad. But my wife probably has another. For me, number. it's it. I mean, I I consider myself very lucky. I'm with you, Chuck. Probably an eight. Um, the, the, I survived a toilet paper scare early on. Was down to my last roll, but got that. Not going out to restaurants is has been uh, a chore, but thankfully food get can get delivered. So I've been extremely blessed, lucky. I get to, I still have my job. Unlike so, I have no major complaints. Um, this there's a guy right now that's gonna I'm gonna tell you about that is probably at a one or maybe a two. Uh, he's a guy that works. He's from Florida and he's working. He's from Winter Springs, Florida, and he's been uh, stuck on a cruise ship. For 62 days in an Italian port. Oh. So he was working. You better. You guys have been on cruises, right? Yeah. So they've got like, uh, if you haven't been on a cruise, you know what? A, you can pretty much envision what a cruise ship sure. is like. But there's like a little group of stores there. I don't know who's shopping there. There's like a clothing store, uh, a liquor store. I know Chuck frequented. Oh, yeah. And they have like, look, like this guy worked at the jewelry store. They had a jewelry store on the cruise ship. I don't know who's buying jewelry on a cruise ship, but. Anyway, that's what he was doing, and one of his coworkers tested positive for COVID nineteen uh, in early April, so he self quarantined on the ship, and then was then tested positive. He's been on that ship ever since for sixty two days, stuck. I, I think he might be the only person left on the ship. They keep retesting, and he keeps coming up positive. Oh come on! So I know, right? So imagine, like, we're at eight, like we're we're doing okay with the pandemic. That dude's like at a two at the yeah. best. Yeah. Can you imagine being stuck? Unless it was like a home alone situation where he's the only yeah, guy run on the, of the ship. entire ship. Yeah, but he... what, there's probably no food. I mean, uh, what... well, I guess they're feeding him, right? They have to be. It's gotta be. I mean, they're just not so leaving like, him there to those die. Those people that have been stuck, they'll they'll deliver them food, but they have to leave it at the door and then let them leave before they can open it. So it's got to be like that. They can't just leave him on the ship, right? Well, he's been there, so he's been staying in a small crew-like cabin on a hospital ship. So they all right. They got him off the cruise ship. He's on a right. hospital ship. He's still on a ship, though. They haven't brought him oh. on shore. Uh, the ship's being used to treat local population who have tested positive for COVID, but do not require hospitalization. Uh, the guy said he tested negative Saturday, a seventh test to date, and now he's uh, awaiting results of the eighth test, hoping it'll be negative. Then he'd be able to fly back to the U.S. 
via a commercial airline. God, I bet that guy never steps foot on oh, a cruise yeah. ship again. No. Or water. Never. <laughs> or or, or, or never water. Yeah. <laughs> never leave land. So as bad as you think, I mean, again, we are, the four of us, oh, I, lucky. I'm extremely lucky. lucky. Yeah. I mean, we, we had, once Longoria gave us the COVID. Yeah, and so we got that, over it. Thank you. Yeah, back in You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Thank you should be. Yeah. And we got the uh, the antibodies. Like, we're supermen now and women. Mm -hmm. we, we, we've been fine. Minor struggles here and there, but I mean, honestly, a lot of a lot of parts about the pandemic are awesome, like the note, like getting here in five minutes in the afternoon. There has been some perks. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, being not feeling guilty about eating fast food seven times a week. Oh yeah, it's like, well, it's the only place open. I gotta go to Taco pandemic, Bell again. Might it's, as a, well. <laughs> it's a pandemic. There's a lot of things like no excuse for ordering Uber Eats three times in one day on a Saturday. Can't get shamed. Yeah, there's no shame that. there. It's like my neighbors can't judge me. Like <laughs> it's a pandemic. Uh, so a lot of these, a lot of, I mean, again, I feel horrible for people that have 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 gotten the COVID, for the, those who have lost people that had the COVID, who've lost their jobs. Um, we've been extremely lucky, but can't, I just can't even imagine 62 days. And I'm kind of claustrophobic to begin with. That would be just That's too much. Yeah. 62 days anywhere. Like, even if you were like uh, in a hotel. for oh, 62 yeah. Days. Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to give you the, the, the penthouse at the Trump Plaza Hotel. But you have to you can't leave for 62 days. As cool it might be for the first couple of days. Like, oh, room service and um Macadamia nuts off the mini bar. <laughs> no more nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uncle Leo getting a massage. Uh, after sixty-two days, you you want to get the hell out of there, right? Yeah, that, I would think so. I yeah. feel bad for that guy. So thoughts and prayers. Let me give you that guy's name in case you want to reach out to him, Deb. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Winter Springs, Florida. Last name of Grimes. Taylor Grimes. Twenty-eight years old. He's gonna be scarred for life. Oh yeah. Totally scarred for life. So I just wanted 28? to. Wow. Yeah. Is anyone. So Deb, Deborah said you were seven or an eight. Yeah. Somewhere between there. Yeah. So we're all we're all doing fine. What What's your number real quick? How this pandemic has impacted you on a scale of one to ten. Are you lucky like the bananas and myself or are, or are you really feeling the brunt of it? I guess. I mean, aside from getting the covid. I guess the biggest thing probably be, would be losing your job, right? And again, oh, yeah. like one in, that's a crazy number. I have confidence that the unemployment number is going to come, you know, is going to drop back down again. I, I think we're on the, the downslope of this, I hope. And I think the economy will rebound. I think jobs, I think the job market will be a lot different now than it was pre-COVID. But I, I have a feeling that, the economy will, will start surging again and, and folks will get their jobs back. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, Mac joins us in coming, Georgia. Mac, welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. Okay, I'd say mine's probably a six. My son and I started a business, and we got our letter of incorporation for our LLC on March the 1st. Oh, man. Go try to qualify for any kind of loan or grant or anything with that kind of record what what kind of business uh, were you starting with your son uh we have a automotive shop oh very cool well best of luck to you on that are you, big, st you still moving forward with it big, or no big max garage yes sir i love it i love it and that's pretty cool getting to work but even despite that you said you're at a six that's pretty good yeah we're about at a six so we're pretty good but that guy on that cruise ship yeah Y'all say he's never gonna go on a cruise ship. Hell, he ain't no go leave his trailer park. <laughs> you, you might be right. You know what? After being, st if I was stuck on a ship for sixty-two days, 
I might stay, I might go camping for 62 days, you know, like sleep under the stars and just be moved to Wyoming with wide open spaces (laughs) and be like, never want to be in a room smaller than a gymnasium after that. Uh, Reggie's in Decatur where it's greater. Reggie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, buddy? Mark Aram, Reggie Gay. How are you, buddy? Hey, hey, Reg, how you been, brother? Man, I am fantastic. I couldn't help but pick up the phone and call and tell you, man, God is good. Because in this whole process, and I mean this, in this whole process is folk are losing their jobs, downsizing, you know, furloughing, whole nine yards. On a scale of one to ten, buddy, I'm a nine. That's awesome, Reg. Your health is I good? Am. Everything's good with your health? Everything is good with my health. I am grateful to God. You know, these kind of circumstances pop up in life. It makes you count your blessings, brother. Amen. Amen. I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing well. Reggie, uh, I don't know, Longoria, Reggie was before your time. When did you work over here, Reggie? You were here for a... Oh, Lord. That was back in, what, 2010? Yeah. Yeah, gospel music on uh, the sister station. That's yeah, right. That's been a long time ago. Wow. Jazz flavors. <laughs> yes, sir. But I'm glad you're okay. Sounds like you're doing good, too, buddy. I'm hanging in, man. No complaints, Reg. Wonderful. And to the guy that just called in that just got his LLC and then this happens, you be encouraged, sir. Uh... What was it? Max and God, it's gonna work out. Max Garage. We'll all uh, we'll all visit Max Garage. Good to hear from you, uh, my former coworker Reggie. That's pretty cool. Uh, Mitchell's in Lawrenceville. Mitchell, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's cooking, buddy? Oh man, I think I'm working on a nine to a ten right now. I'm in the uh, grocery business, and uh, business has never been better. Obviously, it's been. It's been hard, don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. a frontline worker, but I'm happy to have a job. Profits are up. Bonuses are up. Everything's looking optimistic on my end, for sure. Well, give Very back, good. too. I would I would mention that all the folks that are in that 7, 8, 9, 10 range like, like us, give back to those that are less fortunate. I'm glad he mentioned frontline workers. This might have been the coolest story that Deborah found for us today. When you were a kid... Uh, did you did you collect action figures, Longoria? Mm-hmm. Like what? Oh, what yeah. were your what was your collection like? He Man and all that. He Man, GI Joe, Chuck. Joe? Yeah, same thing. Uh, Deborah, did you? Uh, were you? Uh... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. My brother didn't. My brother didn't have them either. No. no. We didn't get a lot of toys. Understood. Yeah. Um, I was I was a big GI Joe guy and Matchbox car guy. Uh, this is awesome. First responders and other essential workers. Uh, are continuing to get the hero treatment in the latest wave of Mattel toys depicting frontline personnel in the coronavirus pandemic. A new fleet of Matchbox cars. You remember Matchbox cars, Longoria? I do. I do yeah. That was the greatest thing. If you got a Matchbox car as a kid, you were walking on, you were cloud nine. Just a brand new Matchbox car. Yeah. We used to get them at Caldor. Anyway, uh, Matchbox vehicles, uh, they're. Uh, First responders are getting um, little dolls made of them. That, that's awesome. What a, what a great way. Uh, there's a whole vehicle set selling for $20. Frontline Thank You Heroes Frontline Vehicles uh, includes an ambulance, a, gra- a garbage truck, a grocery delivery van, a news helicopter, a mobile hospital, package delivery van, and a police car. $20 for that set. And they come with five action figures, a police officer, a scientist, two M- EMTs, and an ambulance driver. Second set has a food delivery truck and kitchen with three action figures, a firefighter, a cook, and a delivery worker. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. The Uber Eats guy is getting a action figure made out of him. That's awesome. I might have to buy one of those. That'd be just cool to, to chip in and, and thank a hero. Uh, Mattel doing a good job. They, they are doing new Barbie as a scientist. 
Scientist Barbie and He-Man as a grocery delivery worker. Nice. Instacart He-Man. come with him? I don't know. Like, just a big He-Man. He can carry a lot of groceries in. He can carry that 300-count toilet paper that Longoria bought. <laughs> uh, we'll come back. We'll finish up with your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of El Program, La Program. How would be El Programa. El Programo. Thank you, Deborah. Uh, Scott joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Scott, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Well, as far as the scale of how me and my family are doing on a 1 to 10, after considering everything that's going on, I have to say we're doing pretty much a 20 because we've been – well blessed with being able to stay busy and working um, with the jobs we have. My wife's a nurse, and I'm in the trucking industry, so we stay oh, wow. really busy. You guys both but get I action ask, figures. I would challenge everybody to remember those who weren't so fortunate, people who are farmers who've lost so much because they can't get pickers in the field or whatever. But, you know, it's been tough for a lot of people, but we've been well blessed. Yeah, for the folks like, like me and you, Scott, that have been blessed, make sure you give back to those that haven't been. I know a lot of people that are struggling out there. Tana, Hannah, what's your name, and what can I do for you? I'm just calling. My scale is a six, and I'm a nurse, but um, I was furloughed for four weeks. They furloughed a nurse? <laughs> I work in an elective department. Oh, so you get uh, you do chucks, like uh, butt implants and that kind of thing? I, I totally did. I, <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. Well, you did a great job. The, uh, the ladies around the office are big fans, so your work is, uh, you, is appreciated. Supple. I studied hard for that one. Chuck says supple. Very nice. Uh, Joel is in Canton. Joel, real quick, buddy, what do you have? Hey, man, I just want to call. Back in my day when we picked teams, we did seasons. So the biggest, best player had to take the worst player. Everyone else got divided up, and we played the whole year. With the same team. We had teams the whole year. We had same color jerseys. Wow. That's advanced stuff. Where was this, Joe? Where'd you grow up? This is in in Brookhaven, uh, Georgia, down uh, off of uh, Dresden Drive. All right. So fancy, fancy Brookhaven. That that explains it. Uniforms and stuff. I I don't know if I would like the same team every every day. Uh, Real quick, Lavette, what do you have? Yeah, this is Lavette from Douglasville. I'm glad to be able to get on your radio program, but I am at one of those. I'm retired, and I had a birthday, 76 years old on Sunday. Happy birthday. Mother's Day. Thank you. And I uh, love to give to everybody. I wounded warrior people. Um, Lavette, I, I got to put you on hold because we're at the end of the show, but call back tomorrow. We'll get you first up. Uh, let's do start of the show, Longoria. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? On a normal day, Chuck would have gotten it for beating me in uh, one, two, three, shoot, blanking <laughs> me. Uh, but uh, star of the show tonight is going to be our uh, fearless leader, program director, Drew Anderson. He is oh, yeah. today's star of the show. Congratulations, Drew. Appreciate you, buddy. Big fan. Um, we will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep. Little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.